0: previously on my best friend's journal we're walking by another like a little toddler holding his dad's hand and i whispered to gabriella i was like is he good with other babies like is this like <laughs> dogs where you need to keep them on a tight leash just in case they get aggressive or? my
1: doctor's so good at it he's just like yeah yes he is gentle and when something has to go up there it's it's not bad Peter's coming home with me this time. I want him there, but it is a, it's always a little bit harder because uh, it's just my parents don't know how to deal with him. Uh, th- not not him as a person, but like us as a married couple. Got offered soulmates at sea. It was um, actually
0: a very very hot mess, um, but it was fun. Okay.
1: Was <laughs> <laughs> he hot dog bunning? Huh. I mean, laying his
0: dick gently between your butt cheeks as you cut. Ew, I had no idea that's what you meant. But we didn't do much. I got inside enough that made me wonder if that counted. You really don't warn your mom anymore about these things. Oh yeah, mom, Uh, don't listen to the last five minutes.
1: Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek. Grab a drink or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast.
0: Let's sing this name a little longer. Someone's favorite podcast.
1: hi cam hello michael how are we
0: I- i'm great i can't speak for you how are you
1: <laughs> i'm good um i'm actually kind of excellent i feel like i've really missed you over the past week we never Aww. go this long without like a, a serious catch up. so this is best friend ketchup time
0: which is much better than best friend mustard time <laughs> Oh, I hate you. I know you do. so stupid. (laughs) Before we go any further, welcome to my best friend's journal. I'm Cam. And I'm Mike. And the reason we haven't really been talking is because Cam's been out of town. Cam, where were you? What was going on? Catch me and the listeners up. Well, um, I mean,
1: if we're going to be very honest with our listeners as we should, you know exactly where I've been. But I'm happy to tell you like you don't. I have been in Indianapolis, uh, which is where I'm from. It's my hometown. Um, And I went back home for a very specific reason. I was surprised surprising one of my best friends in the whole wide world she's pregnant with her third baby and they recently moved into a new house and she is a busy working mom with two kids that are you know all over the place in sports and stuff and I knew that uh, she hadn't yet done anything to prepare for the baby in the way of her nursery they had a room and a crib and that's it and so months ago now probably two months ago I texted her husband and I was like listen not trying to overstep. I'm not trying to like, you know, come in here and like, if you have big plans and, and derail them. But if you don't have any plans for your nursery, I'd love to come in and do like my dream HETV, like while you're out of town trading spaces, surprise makeover. And he was so into it. He was so helpful. He was just like the sweetest man. Um, and so while they're out of town, I brought two of my best Judy's in. Um, we Garland
0: and. Um- Finkelmeyer? Dench. Dench, I don't know. I didn't know any other Judy. So I made one up.
1: (laughs) No, Judy Finkelmeyer and I are not on speaking terms anymore. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. It was me and Miss Garland and Miss Dench. We (laughs) made over this room over the course of two days. It was so fun. It would not have been so fun, by the way, if they had not been there to help me. I realized more than ever that pretty much anything can be a good time as long as you're in good company. You know what I mean? Maybe not Um, waterboarding, but
0: yeah. (laughs)
1: you haven't been to the right kind of parties. Um, (laughs) this would have been one of those like very stressful trying to like you know up against the wire against the gun down to the wire mixing metaphors Um, it would have just been pretty hectic trying to get all this done by myself Um, but with three sets of hands and good music and good friends we were just having the best time we it was like almost like we were in high school and we were in someone else's house you know what I mean like when Mm -hmm. the parents are away like oh my god it's like a party (laughs) felt very subversive um Mm -hmm. we just had the best time and I was I mean this is actually kind of my gayest moment of the week so maybe we should just go ahead and play that theme oh sure
0: gay 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 gay
1: So before my friend got home and it was time for the big reveal, I was in a full gay panic. My other girlfriends weren't there with me for this reveal. It was just me. Um, The room was done. It was staged. I had taken pictures. I was sitting there waiting for their van to roll up so I could just be in the driveway and surprise her. And I reached some sort of, I should have probably been under medical care like like <laughs> medicated or something Why I was, are you, what was the running wrong? you were ready to go I don't know I don't know I was texting Peter in a full panic like I'm so nervous I'm freaking out he was like what the fuck are you worried about she's gonna be excited to see you she's going to be thrilled that she has a beautiful nursery there's literally no stakes here like everything's gonna be great but I just was so invested. I needed it to be a surprise. Like I I was really hoping that she was going to be properly surprised and didn't know that I was there. Um, and I really wanted her to love the nursery and it, it went off without a hitch. She had no idea. Um, she was, she was very well surprised, which was delightful. It was so fun. She cried when she saw me in the driveway. She thought I was just, my presence was the surprise that I'd come for like, (laughs) like a, you know, a a surprise trip,
0: man. She's got a (laughs) low bar for surprises. I'd be like, Hey, Cam.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You would not. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. You probably wouldn't cry like a pregnant lady. Um, But then we went inside and um, it was just, it was so fun to do something sweet for for someone else that they didn't expect, you know, just to take something off someone's plate when they're feeling very busy. its It really, like selfishly, it feels very... good to do
0: for someone else this sometimes. whole thing is so the opposite of selfish i get what you're saying no I, no, no no i i, no, I but know
1: i yeah, yeah i'm not saying that it was a selfish act i'm just saying like like the the takeaway from it is like uh there's a, a a real just beauty and kind of like um almost therapy and just doing for someone else like for working sure. hard for someone else's pleasure um and i
0: adored that um what a freaking gift that is like that is a treat no one in their life expects, and like I- I'm sure she was very overwhelmed.
1: She was overwhelmed, but in a in a really good way. And then I stuck around for a couple days so she and I could spend some time together, since we don't we haven't seen each other in months, and um, I won't be back in Indy probably until she has the baby. So, um, question: While you were in your home neck of the woods, did you see your fam? I did actually I got to spend um, a whole day with my mom we went uh, vintage furniture shopping together which is like probably the peak experience for both of us it's something we can really uh, enjoy together Um, so we went vintage furniture shopping and out to lunch just had a nice little day together and then that evening I got to hang out with my mom and dad and sister and brother-in-law and nieces and nephews so it was a it was a fun kind of family affair I don't really have anything to report other than it went really well. Um, well, that's good news. You know, they generally do these days go pretty well. It's just the times when they don't, they are they they really stick out and are so traumatic that mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they tend to pull focus for me. But um, this was a really good trip. It was the perfect amount of time. We had a really good time. And my mom, in an unexpected but very appreciated move, baked a huge batch of Peter's favorite cookies to send home with me to him. That. And how sweet is
0: that? On several levels, very sweet. I was just <laughs> uh-huh. going to say, what a, that is, I don't mean to like overstate it, but it feels like a huge, that's a huge thing for where your mom has been in the past. Obviously, the whole religious, you know, we all know the, <laughs> the stakes it is. So like a little yes. gesture like that to your husband is very, very sweet. And it feels like means a lot.
1: It felt like he was included, like, or like, you know, he was in mind, which it hasn't always been the case. So I really like that. And it does remind me that the one time we all hung out like my entire family and Peter was last year of my birthday and uh in a, in a true Peter move my mom had made these cookies and we came into the house and Peter had tried them before I think I had taken them home or something and he liked them and so she she had these cookies for dessert and uh, my mom was like making dinner and we put, turn around and Peter is like in the cookie jar just like, <laughs> like face first <laughs> just fully eating cookies which is like not something that would normally happen at my mom's house like it's like we have dessert when we have dessert you know <laughs> Peter's just like shamelessly himself just helping himself to cookies <laughs> yeah. as an appetizer it was so funny to me I was like you know what you can take the boy out of I don't know the cookie his jar zone. but you can't take
0: the cookies <laughs> out of the boy <laughs>
1: <laughs> something i don't know it just tickled me and my mom it really struck my mom like the right way you know she was like i'm glad you feel comfortable here have all the cookies you want
0: <laughs> i love that well i'm I'm very honestly pleased to hear that you're it was a good trip i know it can be anxiety inducing and it sounds like it just wasn't um and you know it's really nice to have those normal mm. moments with your mom when it's not always the case truly truly truly
1: it is uh it is always a um What's another word for blessing? I hate the word blessing, but like a, like a, a just a nice turn of events. I don't know. Um, um a pleasant surprise,
0: pleasant surprise when things
1: are like when nothing that I worry about comes to comes to pass. And in fact, it just feels very normal. So it was a great trip, uh, all in all a great success. and I'm happy I went and I'm very happy to be back
0: in Colorado with my family. Sounds delightful.
1: All right, so I gave you my gayest moment like minutes ago. Please tell me, what gay things did you get up to this week?
0: Oh, I was at a strip bar. I had a train run on me. and uh, Bukaki orgy? Mm-hmm, yes, yes, one of those. Bukakuru. <laughs> yeah, throwback to episode. You can do it. I just want to guess 14 because it's the most filthy one, but I'm not totally positive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, no, my gayest moment is, uh, partially thanks to you, I signed up for a program that does testing and supplies a prescription for prep all from your home, thanks and thanks to your recommendation from Mr. Yeah,
1: they've been heavily advertising to me on Instagram and I sent you the I sent you their information recently. I'm glad
0: that it all worked out. It's hey mister H E Y M I S T R Um so highly suggesting that because it was like the easiest experience. Um not the easiest i did have some trouble with the you had to do a blood test prick your own finger and i was like kind of a gory mess Mm. (laughs) like oh my god (laughs) i know like blood was like dripping down my arm as i was trying to like get them in the middle do we need to
1: put you on some uh what's the opposite of a blood thinner a a coagulant Blood (laughs) clotters i think it's a coagulant
0: (laughs) no it just like i was they're very specific about getting your blood in these little circles and i you know was trying to do my best to not have to repeat this in these little circles is like a vial or like one of those like paper testies. it's like a paper test yeah they give you five circles, and you have to put a couple drops of blood in each circle and let it dry. Mm -hmm. That's honestly the worst part. I know that sounds pretty heinous. Anyway. That's okay. Do they give you those little lancets? Lancets? I don't know what they're called. The little prickies things? Yeah. Yeah, they did. I think it's called a lancet. Or a Lancet? They give you like five, <laughs> and I was concerned about why they gave me five, and I was like, oh, because I'm going to fuck this up. They also give you two uh-huh. um, two strips in case you do fuck it up, and I used both, pricked two fingers, dropped a lot of blood. It was not cute. But I don't want to discourage people. <laughs> it really is not that hard. I'm just kind of incompetent at a lot of things. <laughs> um, you do that. You do a throat swab, a butt swab, and a urine test, and I got to tell you, a butt swab is much more pleasant when you do it yourself as opposed to having a nurse or a doctor do it for you. Um, I do
1: not love the idea of, I don't know, a stranger putting a dry cotton swab up my butt. I'm mm -hmm. like, that is not, that's not cute. You don't love that idea. Oh, that turns me on. That's what I jerk (laughs) off to. Um, (laughs) I had this cute gay doctor in LA. Um, and when I would go in for like my, you know, my gay checkups and we would do like a full STI panel and all that kind of stuff, he would, I mean, it was always just like, there's just like a, a, a little bit of indignity for both of us where, you know, you like bend over and there's just like sticking a swab up your butt. And it's just uh, I know it's his job, but I just don't like it. I, I don't. What's it feels a, too intimate.
0: I don't see where the indignity is. That feels pretty normal. Shut feels up. Like- <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so all of this was to get prep, get them pre-exposure prophylaxis. Did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> Not prophylaxis. Pre expo- uh, exposure prophylaxis. You know what, there's a reason we call it prep. It's prep to uh, make for safer sex Prophyl- to help prevent prophylaxis. Fuck okay, me. Okay, Well Cam keeps working that out. <laughs> <laughs> As we've mentioned before, it is it is a HIV uh, pre-treatment to help reduce the risk of contracting it. Anyway, now that, you know, their, their hope Not is on... Not does
1: help reduce, almost eliminate. It's like 99 plus percent effective at completely eliminating the risk of HIV transmission.
0: Yes, and that with condoms and you are good to go. And since the hope is on the horizon and vaccines are rolling out and things are looking good, I'm hopeful that the summer can be a real slutty one. So I'm just uh, mm-hmm. getting prepared in case... Um that said respect that about you. As as gay as all of that is, um it's not quite my gayest moment. The gayest moment is what happened afterward. So okay. I had collected all my samples and I put them in the little box to send back and I had a couple errands to run around the city and the post office just happens to be the furthest away so that was the last thing on my errands list. <laughs> and so I am just holding this <laughs> cute little box that says biohazard. <laughs> biohazard is waste. Um <laughs> I'm holding it like it's a little clutch, entering rooms, biohazardous waste first, and... First
1: fires. Walk into to the, the room, waste first.
0: first. first. <laughs> uh-huh, just like Bob the <laughs> Drag Queen. But I'm like, <laughs> carting this around town. I ran into a couple people I sort of knew, talked to a couple strangers. One lady dropped her kid's toy, and I picked it up for her. All the while, I'm holding my anal swab... Urine, blood, and throat swab, and like nobody knows what it is, but I know what it is, and I'm the, uh-huh. the fact that I just felt so public prancing around with my um, with my medical waste felt unusually and vulgarly gay. Vulgarly, I'm gonna choose to make that a word. <laughs> Something in this package has been at my
1: Bye. <laughs> In addition to flaunting your medical waste all through the streets of Philadelphia, what have you been doing to fill your time? I feel like you've been busy these days. The idea of flaunting it is just... Hyster- I wasn't like literally
0: flaunting it, but it's what it felt like. There's piss and shit in here!
1: <laughs> I, there's definitely not shit. I hope you didn't didn't poop in the package.
0: Yeah. <laughs> moving moving right ahead so we don't get into a whole discussion on dingleberries mm-hmm. as we're prone to do. Okay. Um, oh, yes. We've managed to avoid poop for a while. let keep that ball um, rolling. I had a lovely day yesterday, actually. We're recording this episode late because... Um, Yesterday, I spent the day with my girlfriends. Um, Most of them are fully vaccinated, and we had a little outside um, just hangout during the afternoon. We had drinks. We had pizza. We had a fire pit. It was so delightful. Oh, that sounds so nice and normal. I know. Other than masks, it truly felt very normal. Um, This was also at Gabriella's house, who is the mother of the baby that I sort of babysat a couple episodes ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And... The baby was sitting out with us, just like living his best life, drinking a margarita. He had a Cosmo. He was on Cloud Nine. Love a drunk baby. I gotta say, I found it um, strange how often we speak to dogs and babies the same way. I like <laughs> baby talk and puppy talk are very fucking similar. And I was sitting like kind of behind the baby the way he was positioned, and Amy was talking to the baby. This is a uh, Felt the Fish fuckface Amy. And she. Uh, <laughs> she was like oh he's a good boy you my good boy yeah and even his mom's talking to him like this and and he's got his favorite toy that he loves which has like uh-huh. i don't think it has a squeaky but like you know jingles <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe that's just how it is for everyone but i only really speak to puppies so it just uh-huh. felt like a a little too similar but i guess they're both cute little creatures
1: can i tell you a story that has to do with pretty much that exact same thing please so while i was in indie uh one of my best girlfriends that was helping with this uh, her name's Kendall uh, her sister has recently had a baby and so i got to meet this baby there's a, a baby that's like 2 months old and then she has a, a an older brother who just turned 3 and <laughs> this kid is so funny he has the he has the cutest little voice and his uh, he has really lazy r's when he speaks and so like we roll up to the house and he's outside in the yard playing and i've never he doesn't know who i am and he just like toddles up to me and he goes let me see your hail. And I was like, (laughs) what? And he goes, let me see your hail. And I was like, oh, my hair. So I kneel down and he puts his little hand right on the top of my bald head and he goes, hmm, That's good, and then he just (laughs) toddles away, (laughs) just wandered away. Oh, I was like, okay, like this kid, he's full of personality, just like spunky little little dude. I love that he uh, approves of your head. Kendall goes, uh, "There's something you need to see," and so we're up in his playroom. We go inside, and I'm holding the baby, and, and we go into this kid's playroom, and I see there's a a furbo. Do you know what that is? No. Um it's like this little machine that's that's made for pets. Um, that it's like a, a pet cam and also a treat dispenser. And so the pets can like go up to this thing and you can see it on a video on your phone. And like you can you can throw treats out of it, like like you know just like toss a treat across the room to the dog. She was like, uh, one of our other siblings got this for. Liam, this little kid, for Christmas, I was like, "Wait for the child." For the child. So, so one of one of the the kid's aunts was like, "I think you'll really like this." So, got got a, a furbo for this toddler, and so they put it in the playroom. And then Kendall proceeds to show me a a video of her nephew. He's up in the playroom by himself. His mom is downstairs with the baby, and he like. Toddles up to this Furbo, which he obviously knows exactly what it is and what it does. Like, this is not the first time he's he's used it. Um, and this is all just like a, um, you know, like a nanny cam, like grainy black and white video. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like not very high quality. But he toddles up to this camera and he goes, I'm wetty mama. <laughs> and, and, and you hear... You hear this the the machine make a little noise and then a Skittle flies out of it across the room. Oh for my this god. Toddler. <laughs> and, and you see him run and like scrounge huh. on the carpet and find f- it and he, he, he picks it up. Yeah, he <laughs> fetched and he, he he like he picks up the skittle and he eats it, goes, mm, yummy. Oh my god, <laughs> and then he, he, he wanders back to it and he goes, One more? please mama one more (laughs) (laughs) so she just gives him another one it makes another sound it throws another skittle across so i'm i'm watching this dying laughing and i was like i I looked at kendall's sister i was like is this is this how we're parenting now and she goes absolutely it is but i had to stop putting candy in it because he turns into a full psycho so now it's full of cheerios so he's like less interested in it now but sometimes he'll still get a cheerio from the furbo well it's like wet Um, and dry
0: food for a dog you know there's (laughs)
1: I think it's genius because, you know, she's a busy mom with a brand new newborn. If she's downstairs and he's up in his playroom, she can keep him busy for minutes with this thing, which I think is like gold. Oh, you know, yeah. That's
0: a... I would definitely not <laughs> knock it. I just think it's hysterical. And further proof, <laughs> we I, I guess dogs and babies are very similar.
1: Yeah. And I do think that we should probably, um, that someone should like market this, uh, just rebrand the Furbo and call it like the Babo or something and put it in baby stores. <laughs> Maybe probably we can like spit double. out
0: carrots or something um (laughs) (laughs) boring all right real quick before we get into the journal let's do a couple content recs do you have anything this week oh i do um just really quick here last night Peter
1: and I watched Promising Young Woman. Um, it mm-hmm. is a movie uh, that is rec- recommended for an Oscar. Nope. It's nominated as Best Picture. Um, it's the first one I've actually watched. I'm oh. way behind. And I don't know if I'm going to make it yet. I mean, but, it's um, nothing to
0: be ashamed of. That's okay.
1: I haven't seen that one yet. I've said it on this very podcast. I want to watch all of them, and I'm like one out of nine. Anyway, very good movie. Not queer even a little bit, but it's like a feminist revenge thriller, um, and it's – much different than I thought it was going to be. I thought I kind of knew what I was getting into and it was more complicated, more interesting, very good and um, pretty twisted. And I really recommend it. Very, very excellent performances too. Where can you watch it? just maybe this last week it became available for rent on iTunes and Amazon you uh before you had to purchase it so now you can rent it for like 5 bucks pretty much anywhere oh, that anything's for yeah
0: okay 5 i'm okay with last time i looked it was like 20 and i was like nah i'm not going to do that.
1: that yeah that was the that's the purchase price but yes it's available for rent now so right. um i i very much recommend it it's it's great sometimes i just want a movie that is like fast paced and kind of psychological and a lot of the time oscar films are you know a little bit more heady more yeah. art film um and this was exactly what i wanted for last night yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, a movie that can hold one's attention is half the battle. Um, mm-hmm. It's on my list. I just, yeah. I'm more likely to watch it now at, at the $5 range. I mean, I, I have a really hard
1: time spending $20 to own a movie that I will probably
0: only watch once. Exactly. Um, all right, well, my recommendation might be a little boring because I've already mentioned it, but I don't think I gave enough weight to it, so I want to re-implore everyone to watch Generation. Ah, the old re-implore. <laughs> yes, watch Generation on HBO Max. It is so good. It is like... Just queer, coming-of-age, sexuality, TV show. It's funny. It's amazing characters, great actors. The writing is excellent. I just I can't recommend it enough. Specifically, the last episode I watched, they had a full five-minute scene where they're on a school bus and they're singing a whole song about uh, the bussy bus. Um, and I was like, come on, <laughs> this is our brand. And then not a minute later, they go into Would You Rathers, and the first one they bring up is the— boyfriend and dad's bot or dad and boyfriend's bot <gasps> from last week. Is that where that listener got that? I don't know. No, it couldn't have been because the episode came out. The generation episode came out after we got that recommendation. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's like in a generator or something, but I was like, this show is our brand. If you like our podcast, you will love generation. Watch it. So good. Um, okay.
1: I, <laughs> I'm here for your recommendations because I, uh, I'm, well, I'm still watching the office, but really I should be watching something a little bit more, uh, of the moment. So that's next on my list.
0: You will not regret it. And lastly, if you have three minutes or 15 minutes, because you're going to have to watch it five times, watch Little Nas X's new video, Montero, a.k.a. Call Me By Your Name. It is so good. He does a, a pole dance into hell. He gives the devil a gay lap dance. The looks are amazing. It is unreal. The song is excellent. The video is like he is the queen of the moment. It is. I. I don't know what else to say about it, other than just do yourself the favor. By the time you hear this, I'm sure you've already seen it because I think the first day it had about 16 million views on YouTube. Yeah, so. and, and I mean it's it's
1: been. I mean, every conservative hates it. Every like progressive is like very into, or every like young queer person is very into it. It is everywhere. But to be fair, I've only ever, or I've only seen headlines and memes about it. I have not yet watched the video, so I will do so.
0: It just is hot and excellent and cool, and the song is great. I don't know what else to say. I just I really loved it. I've watched it. I guess six times maybe in the last 24 hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. That's a wonderful recommendation. You know what that reminds me of? Last time someone like had a music video like that. I, I mean, there's been plenty. There's been like WAP and all these other ones. Uh, but uh, Judas, Lady Gaga, like that video was so excellent and so sexy and so irreverent like to the religious mm-hmm. that it really, really made waves. It kind of reminds me of that just because of all the overt religious, I would say undertones, but overtones.
0: Overtones for sure. All right, so Cam, go grab the journal, and I am going to play us out with this Gorge song. Okay. June 1st, 2016. Where were we? Where were we? Where were we? I'm kind of in the same place I've been for a couple episodes. I'm working at this restaurant at Rock Center, and I am rehearsing for... Souls at Sea, which is that musical I did in Florida that I'm now going to do on a cruise ship just for like a week at a time. Okie dokie. Great.
1: Well, June 1st, 2016, it says rehearsal for Souls, ran home for a quick change, dinner and smoke, then saw Claire in persistent memory at the Beckett. Hmm. Was so so <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the way that you wrote that you didn't say so dash so you did so comma so, so.
0: It's like, it was so it was so so <laughs> <laughs> but claire is excellent i think i it was an off-broadway show sometimes they're weird but i remember claire being very good you
1: did say claire was good um after party for opening at bourbon street so you ran to new orleans real quick mm-hmm, yeah on June 2nd, you worked a second show at
0: Soulmates. Uh, we had to learn two shows, uh, just in case they wanted a second one when we got on the ships. Like, a literal backup oh. show if they had to, like, fill in some entertainment.
1: Um. Okay, well, you worked the second show at Soulmates, which was exhausting. Then you went to Rock Center to... S- what does this say? To switch stink.
0: Yeah, you had to switch the stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it says <it's a> schedule. <laughs> But the word
1: schedule is all mashed up. It looks like S-C-H-D-E-K. Shtick. So you went to Rock Center to switch your schedule and tell Alan, I'm probably leaving. Rehearsal at, oh, rehearsed a little at home, but way
0: too tired after all day. Chipotle lunch with the boys. I gotta say, I'm amused by, Alan was my manager, by telling Alan, I'm probably leaving. Like, that's <laughs> so unhelpful. I don't know. I may or may not be here next week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Put me on the schedule just in case. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. <laughs> on June 3rd, you had your last Soulmates rehearsal. I feel fine. We'll work on it on Monday. Excited to go. June 4th, worked at Summer Garden until it rained. Then to the bar with coworkers and uh, I'm going to call this guy T because it looks like T came back to your house to try your new vape trash and but then you it's a good excuse
0: hey i got this <laughs> it cool new vape you want to come up town and uh give it a puff
1: <laughs> uh-huh give it a puff and something else because you rolled around a little bit almost fucked but didn't oh oh always scares me to hook up with someone new he was oh. so skinny but very cute
0: <laughs> <laughs> lots going on um okay yeah Yes, I'm always scared to hook up with someone new, which is probably why we did not fuck, which is annoying. Just like Uh throw a condom on and have a good day, which is my motto every morning. Throw a condom on and throw that hot dog down a hallway. This guy was so cute. I had a crush on him from like the second I started working at this place. And I was so thrilled that he wanted to come back and try my vape bra. (laughs) Um, Uh His dick Uh was the biggest thing I have ever seen in my (laughs) life. As I was pulling his pants down, I was like, it never ends. I felt like a fucking magic show with, like, the handkerchiefs, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I responded. I was like, oh, my God. I I said something. (laughs) And he was like, I don't know, people are always scared of it. And I'm like, yeah, I I understand. But (laughs) that's not what I said. But, like, I feel, that feels awful. Like, imagine, I don't know, that's a a weird problem to have. My dick is just too big. Everyone's scared of it. Like, I get it. It is a weird
1: problem, but also, like, First of all, you will not be able to receive
0: him. Second of all, like what is? Although he was a bottom, I will let you know because that's where. Oh, that's great! Ooh, a nice big dick bottom, love it so that was much. The angle at which he was inching. <laughs> <laughs> when
1: you almost had sex but didn't. When we did like a uh,
0: what did you call it in earlier days? Um, hot dogging when you just kind of have oh, the. Mm-hmm. Oh. You rest when, your.
1: When you when you just just kind of grind grind your wiener between his buns. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it was a situation like that. Hey, mom. <laughs>
1: Sometimes it really just really just uh hits home, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that she's listening to this. Well, you didn't actually um pork, but it does seem that does sound pretty hot. I love he is a, so um, cute. I love so a surprise cute. good dick attached to a hot dude. It does always make me wonder like does anyone ever respond well to that? Like, what do you want me to do? Like that? I can lick it like a lollipop. That's about all that I'm going to be able to do with this. Give you a very energetic hand job.
0: A hand job feels like a lot to ask. I need a couple extra hands to get that done. It was so much. <laughs> it's going to be a full bicep workout. It feels like a, like learning how to pole dance, you know? <laughs> We've talked about some big dicks on here before. This is like... Twice the size of Merlot's. It was fucking gigantic. Wow. I mean maybe not twice. That would be like eighteen inches, but like it was We're talking like a
1: like a full foot, like a twelve inch dick.
0: Like longer than my forearm for sure. Whew, my
1: goodness. And yeah. where is he now? On June fifth. Told work I wasn't coming in, but it rained, so that's fine. Saw the How to Succeed show at fifty four below with oh. Uh three old friends of ours, Corinne, Paul, and Greg.
0: Oh my god, yeah.
1: Yeah. You ran into someone from college. Ugh. So not fun to see him. Uh He has very negative energy. Hmm.
0: Yeah, this kid from my school who everyone else found really nice. He was uh, like a nice guy. People liked him. He was very smiley, seemed like very generally positive, and people were happy to be around him. He was so fucking mean to me. Like, he always made me feel so terrible about myself, which made this, like, nice persona so awful actually he's been sitting in my linkedin um purgatory <laughs> he's been sitting in my linkedin purgatory for like years uh because i refuse like, you just Why? don't want
1: to be connected
0: yeah i don't want like any any reference of him around me he he used to just like when we were by ourselves be really disparaging to me just really make me feel bad about myself and then if other friends were around he'd be like hey mike like just Yuck. so fucking fake and he just an asshole and very few people make me feel bad about myself so really something special there
1: yeah it's hard to hard to imagine that it feels very aggressive um on june 6th you went in to learn tech for soulmates seems simple enough but i don't know this shit at all oh literally two days ago you said i feel pretty good about it
0: no different thing tech so it's only the four of us that go out to these ships so someone has to be like Uh here's our light show on a cd or whatever and i they were like you do that and i was like okay Uh um and so i had I got like an hour wham bam training. I'm like, I don't know how to like fucking program lights, so we'll see what happens on the ship.
1: Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Um you ran soulmate stuff with Ryan and smoked and got Thai food, watched Broad City. On the seventh, you worked the day shift and didn't make much, forgot to go in to set <laughs> forgot to go in to set tables in the morning. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whoops, Carolot. Man, you're really, really
1: putting your best foot forward at this job. Listen, I'm not coming in, but it's raining, so you'll be fine. I may be quitting next week. Also, I'm not gonna show up for the shifts that I am scheduled for. Thank you so much.
0: Make sure to give me Friday nights though, because that's the good money shift.
1: <laughs> oh God. Nightmare. Uh let's see here. You went to Sam's birthday party at Boat Basin. Is that our Sam? That is our nicest friend Sam. Glad she had a great day, and we could make her 30th special. Ah. On June 8th. Ran through Soulmates track, then quick rehearsal with, oh Lisa. Then you packed and vaped with Hannah. Man, this is retro. All this vaping, all over I the know. place.
0: Well, I just bought this like literal herb vape. It was like a like you put the flower in the vape as opposed to like an oil, um, and it just combusts oh. the the flower itself at a lower temperature. And interesting. Yeah, and, Does that work well? Yeah, it's definitely more mild than smoking or you know anything else really. But it's um it's just easier on your throat.
1: Okay. Um, your throat can take a beating. <laughs> <laughs> Ask T about that. <laughs> um, after you vaped with Hannah, like a couple of white trash teenagers outside of Seven Eleven, you then got m- m- Mofingo? What's Mofingo? Mofongo.
0: Oh, Mofongo. <laughs> oh, that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a restaurant in Washington Heights. It's a type oh, okay. of, I think, Puerto Rican cuisine. It's... a uh, plantain based oh it's like mash and then you like they put different things and sauces and veggies and whatever on top really yummy
1: oh i'm hungry um you missed her so you had a nice time with hannah and then you cleaned your apartment on june 9th by the way as i read I, I keep going you know every day and you've got these like very nice descriptions of what you did all i can think about is the fact that i am over a week behind in my own journal and i am so stressed about it i'm gonna have to fix that as soon as we get off this recording
0: it is anxiety inducing for sure Sorry about that.
1: It's okay. Yeah, I do only have you to blame, but (laughs) I can also maybe blame myself a little bit for not having done better. So on June 9th, it was a long day. You left at 5.30 a.m. with your castmate to go to JFK. Uh, Once you got to Bermuda, you had an hour cab to get to the ship. Um, You had a tech run and two shows. Tech was failing, and we looked so messy. Second show was better, (laughs) but I fucked up for once in my life.
0: (laughs) The song, not for the first time ever.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for knowing exactly where I was trying to go with that.
0: Um, Yeah, Uh I was singing the song that uh, Luke from my last show, it was his solo when we did it originally. He's a sick singer, can riff the fuck out of anything. I was trying to emulate how he did it. Really should have just tried it my own way because I could not sing it the way he sang it. (laughs) Um, Is that Stevie Wonder? It is, yes. For
1: once in my life, I have someone...
0: Anyway, um, tech failing is what I was talking about mere moments ago when I was in charge of, like, lights and shit. Like, the lights in our, like, video show or whatever was not working. And they're like, quick, representative from the show who's on tech, tell us how to do this. And I was like, I don't fucking know. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Um, So that was a disaster.
1: You had one drink and then went to bed. Now four days off. Oh, my God. What a gig. Yeah, that's what I'm um, talking about. He <laughs> said, I don't miss ships, dot, dot, dot. Reading Prisoner of Azkaban again. Um, I have a question. We yes, talked so much about ship life uh, as this is gone or as you've done two contracts now. What as a guest entertainer? Like, are you in a guest room? Mm-hmm. Are you in crew quarters? What is the deal?
0: Sometimes, depending on the ship, best of both worlds, you are in a guest room uh, with guest privileges. You are ostensibly a guest um but we did go to the crew bar for cheaper drinks
1: oh that is best of both worlds that's great so you can fraternize with the with the guests though yep oh man i'd be jerking off guests left and right for
0: me i did stuck on a boat yeah one of each hand (laughs) left and right
1: (laughs) went skiing that's what we used to call that on june 10th (laughs) that's what you mean
0: oh you always talk about skiing you love skiing Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I spent the day jerking off two dudes at once. Cool. Also spent a lot of time talking about how hard I work at it. So I'm <laughs> really, really vigorous hand jobs. That's the second time I've said talked about enthusiastic hand jobs this episode. Um, so on June 10th, you spent the day in Kings Wharf, Bermuda, with Ryan. Is Ryan your buddy? I can't remember. Yeah, Righto. Got a little sunburned and went to Frog and Onion again. Then you checked out the crew bar. Lots of compliments on our show last night, even though it was a mess. <laughs> Wrists and hands are in pain. Oh well.
0: Oh yeah, that's tough. The last time you uh, did the
1: show, your your groin was in pain from all the splits. So
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of yeah. Whatever. Wrists and hands in pain is not good for the choreo in the show, and we have specific like hand movements. And I'm offering a claw. <laughs> but- <laughs> Offering. Imagine like jazz hands, but I've got a clawed up hands. <laughs> <laughs> Just wiggling a claw. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> a jazz claw. Um June eleventh. Solarium and cards. Eight at the bistro on five and saw a production cast show. So very
0: cruise shippy. <laughs> huh, it's weird that it would be like that <laughs> on a cruise
1: ship. <laughs> so many songs I've done on ships. Got bottle of wine from cruise bar, wondering why I
0: wasn't cast sooner for Man one and Soulmates at Sea? Oh yeah. I think I was like I'm pretty sure my friend Ryan and maybe another castmate knew about this gig like weeks before and then I got an offer. Oh. So like wondering is like obviously they were trying to find someone else and I, you know, was down the line on the list. This company
1: loves to cast you in a shitty way. Last time they were paying other people more.
0: Well they're like <gasps> that's we can just imagine his for once in my life is gonna be pretty rough, so let's <laughs> avoid it if we can. <laughs>
1: He's great, but he's no Luke. Um, oh, speaking of Luke, it, last line says Luke got my keys from Claire. Is he subletting or something? He is. But you're only gone for a week. That's a very tiny sublet.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know how we worked this out. Maybe he like slept on the couch when I was back. I have no idea. Okay.
1: Um, let's see. On June twelfth, off the ship in Cape May, Leslie picked us up. Huh?
0: Is that Leslie? Is Ryan's friend? Uh, they lived. They like are from right near this port. But what was awkward okay. is that I did a show with Leslie a billion years ago. She was the star. It was um, she was Adelaide in Guys and Dolls. And I was like tree number seven. Um, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if she's going to remember me, but she's my friend's best friend. So like, do I reintroduce myself? It was all silly because she was absolutely lovely. So
1: you said you felt a bit awkward, but
0: she was very sweet.
1: Um, you went to Ryan's house and to a diner.
0: Ryan's house. Yeah, he lived near this port. We literally went to his home. Where's Cape May? Jersey, New Jersey.
1: Oh, 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 oh! I just was assuming you're assuming you were still like you know in the Caribbean.
0: I yeah, this is very confusing because it's so okay. we flew from New York to Bermuda. Bermuda is uh-huh. on a parallel, like right in the middle of the East Coast. It's not as south oh, as Caribbean.
1: Fascinating.
0: Um, and then we went back to port at Cape May or whatever in New Jersey literally went to ryan's house like while still on this contract just for the day to hang out and got back on the ship it's like a very strange uh merging of worlds also a strange merging
1: is what's going on in my head right now because i could not decide whether i wanted to sing bermuda bahama come on pretty mama or as a kid in the caribbean i dreamt of a war <laughs> 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 I'm or, like um, between Hamilton and the Beach Boys. It's very,
0: very J- confusing. Jersey Boys. We're just Jersey Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Could you mash those three up for me? That one is not a song. I just made that up.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Jersey Boys. I just assumed it was. It's, all,
0: it's the Four Seasons music. They don't have any songs going, Jersey uh, Boys. We're <laughs> all Jersey Boys.
1: <laughs> the Four Seasons and the Four Tops are not the same, right? No.
0: Four Tops are okay. a Motown group. Four Seasons are... I don't know what the fuck they are but they're so, Frankie Valley. Oh, Frankie Valley in The
1: Four Seasons, right. So this is why Jersey Boys and Motown could both be on Broadway at the same time they were not the
0: same thing. They're not the same thing.
1: <laughs> I know nothing about either of those musicals. I have a hard time with jukebox musicals anyway. Um, so you went to Ryan's house and then to a diner. Yum. Oh no.
0: Oh no. Oh, this is June 12th,
1: 2016. Horrific shooting in Orlando Gay Club. Oh. Truly heartbreaking. Um, Let's talk about that. I mean, we don't have to talk about it. It was the Pulse nightclub shooting. I remember waking up to that news and literally like crying in bed, reading about it. It was just a awful, horrific day yeah. and moment in history.
0: It was tough. We were on the ship. I remember watching like, the, yeah, nonstop news coverage with Ryan. And it was just mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's not a year earlier. Gay marriage became legal. And then- mm-hmm. Uh, gay nightclub gets it just it was horrific and it it's always topical because there's always a mass shooting in america it is part of our culture and it's just like mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't get easier to swallow the news ever and it feels particularly hard when it's a, a targeted at a group you are a part of
1: yeah 100 and a bar that we could have been at like it, it just it, it just hits closer to home that way uh we have not talked about the fact that the atlanta and the boulder shootings happened between the time since we last recorded I just don't think there's a ton to add. Obviously, it's tragic and horrifying. Um, The Boulder one also felt very close to home for me. Uh, Peter was back here in Colorado, not an hour away from where that happened. It's all just so scary and horrible. And I don't know that I have anything to add other than um, I feel like that's like, guns are American culture, and that's why we're at this, we're at the place that we're at.
0: I think I've said this before, but when, we, when Michaela and I were in Scandinavia, we were on a bus and we were talking to a guy whose son was going to college in Boston, and he was scared that his son was going to be shot because America is known for guns, mm-hmm. and it's not an issue mm-hmm. in anywhere in Scandinavia, and it was just like, yeah, nothing we didn't know, but very eye-opening to see from a different part of the world. Also, I didn't know this because we were quite young, but Biden pushed um a assault weapons ban through the senate in 94 successfully and it expired in 2004 mm-hmm. we did have an assault mm-hmm. weapons ban and yep. mass mass murders went down i think 50% or something
1: huge since since the assault weapons ban expired mass shootings have gone up over 200%
0: i just didn't I've grown up believing it was something that was not possible in America because Republican uh-huh. control means we don't – the NRA is in charge of a lot, and they lose money if we stop killing people, so we don't stop mm-hmm. killing people. Um, and to see that it like was possible, it did happen, but we're choosing not to do it. It just it mm-hmm. feels so insane on every level, especially knowing it could be done, and we just don't care.
1: Mm-hmm. Quickly going back to what you just said about the person in Scandinavia feeling scared for his son, um, I have – multiple, I've heard multiple times, one from um, some Irish friends and another from uh, from some people in Australia that moved to the States that um, their their family was very, very scared when they said they were moving to the States. And I don't think of that. I mean, like we, you know, there's so much rhetoric here about it being, you know, best country in the world and all that bullshit. Like people from other countries are terrified to come here there are there are travel advisories against coming to america from like european countries because of all the gun violence that we have chances of getting
0: shot probably skyrocket about a thousand percent
1: Mm-hmm. We have some friends that moved from Australia to to work in LA um, because of it's the hub of the industry that they work in, and their family was very gave them a very hard time. Like, why of all the places would you choose to move to to the United States, where you are so much more likely to die? And this is Australia, where literally everything can kill you. Like, you're <laughs> so much more likely to die at the hands of another person in, in America, and it's just our our perception of ourselves is so different than the perception that people in other countries have of us, and it is not flattering um, for good reason. I'm not saying that they should think better of us. I'm think I like that they see us for what we are on the global scale. And we just lie to ourselves and say, this is the best place in the world you could possibly be. Why would you want to live in another country? It,
0: it, it is shocking continues to shock me. It's all there is to say. Cause it's all that ever happens. We get shocked. Mm-hmm. We, it, it numbs a little, and then it gets, the mm-hmm. wound is reopened again next week when there's a new mass shooting once we Mm -hmm. killed 20 kindergartners and said it's okay it doesn't matter who cares then that's Mm. when i was like okay this will not change or i should say if we do not fundamentally change the way congress operates then it will not change
1: yep and you're completely right about that if they couldn't get anything any common sense gun reform through directly after sandy hook then it just it will never happen um it just won't um, on the thirteenth of June, let's get through the the second week of June here. Um, you laid out with um two of your castmates. I'm assuming you're back in the Bahamas. Um <laughs> Nope. You laying went out on to... the Jersey
0: Well, I mean you could do that, but sure. You can. Yeah. <laughs> I was like laying out on the Jersey shore, how crazy. <laughs> Wait, there's a whole show about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty normal thing to do. Um you went to Solarium, and then you had dinner with cool guests, Noel and Sandy. Oh,
0: my God, Noel um, and Sandy. <gasps> do you remember them? <laughs> Not at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could have gone either way. And then to wrap up the journal for this week, it's June 14th, 2016. Tech run and two great Soulmate shows. Hey.
0: Hey. You got
1: there eventually. Yeah. Guests loved it. Very fun. Went to production cast Motown night after... A little bummed that the cute dancer has a boyfriend. Ah, uh, I get it.
0: Never stopped me before.
1: <laughs> All right, Mike. That is enough journal for this week. Did we hear from any listeners?
0: We did. I'm going to grab a couple here. Uh, this first one is from David on Instagram. He said, to the MBFJ team, which I just fucking love. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh the team that just keeps growing
0: (laughs) i want to say a massive thank you to you for helping me get through this lockdown this last year has been a shit show for everyone but i have really struggled with it like most uh i've lost my career as a musical theater performer slash cruise ship worker Ah, yeah um and i've been forced to get a stupid muggle job just to keep the roof over my head (laughs) (laughs) oh i do love that term um boo retail slash supermarket jobs he says (sighs) I genuinely look forward to my Thursday's commute to work at 4 a.m. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Knowing that I have you boys to listen to. I was one of the people that suggested Circe to Cam and made some sort of squealing sound when I heard you loved it. Also, please read "Song of Achilles." He is like the eighteenth person this week to say that. Apparently, Madeline
1: Miller uh, has a has a bit of a brand, and everyone says that I need to move on to the, her other book. So,
0: on it specifically it says there's gay sex in that one. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah get to oh, it. Oh um, my god, I'm downloading it as we speak. Back to David. I've suggested this pod to so many friends now, including my best, Judy, who lives in Australia. There are so many similarities between us and you boys, and it's scary. (laughs) Thank you for making me laugh out loud in public on my many government-sanctioned walks and long commutes. Lots of love and positivity to you both. May this podcast never end. Love, David. That is uh, very sweet. Thank you, David, and we're very glad to hear it's been helpful in lockdown. That warmed my little heart this morning. Uh, This one is... It's from Willer on Instagram as well. It's a bit long, so I'm gonna just give you some snippets. Um, okay. He said, "Hey guys, in the last episode, you're talking about losing senses, and particularly the sense of smell. By the way, I 100% relate to Bulge smelling Cam. Hell yeah, <laughs> sniff that Bulge, baby." Um, he goes on to tell us a story about his mom. She lost her sense of smell in a car accident, but somehow, like, could still sense smell without smelling things like they'd put mint and garlic under her nose blindfolded and she could tell that two different things were in front of her but like couldn't tell what that's interesting fascinating
1: Um, the brain is a interesting place
0: (laughs) it's been the topic of numerous jokes in my family for years Um, on a completely different note he's also recommending a movie called land of mine uh it's not supposed to be gay but gives off strong gay energy at times if you watch it you'll know okay uh german teenage pow's tasked to clear the danish coast of landmines based on true events mike oh he knows me cool um <laughs> and thanks for being with me for three lockdowns now jesus and creating some positive content love from across the pond w we will be renaming this podcast gays in quarantine might as well honestly anyway thanks everyone for reaching out cam if folks want more of my best friend's journal. Where can they find us? They can slide right into our DMs on Instagram. We are at MBFJ Podcast. They can lube. send us
1: an email. <laughs> spits fine. They can send us an email at mybestfriendsjournal@gmail.com. Uh-uh. at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> they can visit our website, mybestfriendsjournal.com. Um, and as always, they should leave a review to be read on the podcast on iTunes. Yeah, please and thank you. All right, Mikey,
0: that does it for this week. Until next time, always remember... My mom has heard the details of every sexual encounter I've had since 2013. (laughs) Always remember, I could never forget. I hope she can. (laughs) Have you ever had an STI? Have I ever, I've barely had sex.